Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I want to remind you that in this difficult time, it is okay to reach out for help. Now is the time to rely on your family, friends, and the network you have built. In that spirit, I have reached out to my network of podcast guests and have asked each to share a few minutes of wisdom about how to survive and thrive during these difficult times. First, we're going to hear from David Barnett. He was episode 136, which was titled, Always Have a Clear Path to Plan B. David is a three-time best-selling author, consultant, and business coach who's been working with small business owners for more than 20 years. For the past 10 years, he's been helping people buy and sell businesses. One of the most interesting takeaways, and I really like stood up and shouted when I heard him say this, is that you are not your business. You, as a person are a wholly distinct and separate thing from your business. And that really got me interested. So listen up. Hey there, Andrew. It's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com where we talk about buying and selling small and medium-sized enterprises. I got your email and uh, the thing I think that I would like to pass along to people as we are literally living through something which will be one of those events in history is just to remember that you are not your business. You as a person are a completely distinct and separate thing from your business. And through this crisis, there are going to be many businesses which will no longer be viable and will end up closing. And I want to remind people that that's not a reflection upon them. It's it's just a function of the time that we're in. And if people know their business and they realize that this is going to be a protracted event in different places around the world, and that there is going to be a long and protracted recession, then people need to think about themselves as individuals ahead of their businesses. And, you know, if you can pull your business around, you can have it survive. That's great. And you need to do that to protect the jobs of the people who will be able to stick with you. But if you don't see a way out, then you need to look for the path to extricate yourself from the situation while retaining as many resources as you can so that you create opportunities for yourself once this thing winds up and gets over. The worst thing that I've ever seen in my experience, and I've seen it many, many, many times, is that when a business starts to head downhill for whatever reason, the owners don't cut their losses and they put their own resources into the business to try to help it survive. Your own personal survival has to be paramount in a, in a situation like this. And if your business has to close, if your business is going to be shut down because of this crisis, it's not a reflection on you as a person. You're different from your business. Thanks for all you do, Andrew. And uh, if anyone wants to learn more about buying and selling businesses, come on over to davidcbarnett.com. Next comes Andrew Sherman. He was episode 133, which is mistakes to avoid when selling your business. And he gave us kind of a special uh, episode where he went through all the different common mistakes that he had seen and how to avoid them. 
So Andrew is a partner in the corporate department of Seafarth Shaw and serves as the corporate office chair for the Washington, D.C. team. He focuses his practice on issues affecting business growth for companies at all stages, including developing strategies for licensing and leveraging intellectual property and technology assets, intellectual asset management, and harvesting and international corporate, transactional, and franchising matters. The word that came out of his, I love this one, which is retool. We have to retool ourselves and look at our value proposition of our business. And that really got me thinking about my own businesses and how I can make sure that we come out of this stronger. This is Andrew Sherman, a partner at Cyfarth Shaw in Washington, D.C. I'd like to talk a little bit about the impact of COVID-19 on small business and entrepreneurs. While in the United States, there's been a lot of legislation recently to help solve some of the payroll and other costs, that's not really the answer. That's a short-term fix to a long-term problem. Companies lack of ability to be prepared for this crisis, having a plan B, an ability to pivot, a succession plan, a transition plan, an exit planning or emergency preparedness plan, it really exposed just how unprepared not only our governments are around the world for a crisis like this, but how prepared many small, unprepared many small business and entrepreneurs were. We're now having to make difficult decisions about balancing health versus wealth and when to reopen the many countries, states and cities around the world that are suffering from the virus. If there's a few things that you've learned, hopefully it's now is the time to retool, to repurpose, to reevaluate your business and your value proposition. If you had dependencies on supply chains, dependencies on key customers, dependencies on staying open on a retail basis, you're feeling the pain of those dependencies now. It's also a time to look about the future of work and the future of the workplace. Will working from home be the new normal? How will that affect staffing and teamwork and engagement issues and even innovation and creativity. It's also a good time to be sure that you stay close to your customers. Those small business and entrepreneurs that really stay close to their customers are being rewarded now with alternative business models, such as takeout and delivery and enjoying things like the stay at home dividend. Other businesses were caught by surprise, had lack of cash flow reserves um, and other steps that could have been taken to be more ready. I hope we can all learn from this crisis and we have stronger global small businesses and entrepreneurs around the world. And I look forward to getting on the other side of this curve. Again, this has been Andrew Sherman from Cypress Shaw in Washington, D.C. Thank you. Next up is Eric Bergman. Eric's was episode 112, which was titled, Keep Empathy in the Startup War Room. Eric started his career as a professional poker player while he was still a teenager. In 2012, at age 24, he started Katina Media, a company that only three and a half years later would be listed on the Stockholm Stock Exchange with a $200 million valuation. He left Katina Media a few years ago and today is just starting his latest project, Great.com. Wow. And that's a name he paid $900,000 for. <laughs> and I'm sure he's making a lot out of it. So 
one of the best things that came out of his for me was the idea of reducing your media exposure. I turned off and didn't get into Facebook and other postings and all that. After the whole crisis started, I basically shut that off through the daytime. I only looked briefly at night. Great advice. Hey guys, my name is Eric Bergman and I believe that the best thing to do in Corona times like this is first and foremost to lower the amount of media exposure. Because at least to me right now, I, I just get stressed out by keep watching the news, keep watching the numbers. And a couple of weeks ago, I just decided to go on a on a coronacation, meaning don't watch any news whatsoever. I took away my stock market apps, not following the stock market, not following anything. And I'm just looking at the numbers once a week. And it has helped me tremendously to stay focused on other things more important. I mean, I'm staying inside, I'm not meeting people, and I'm washing my hands a lot. So just doing that, I think, is everything important that the media can tell me. Instead then using this as an opportunity to create new habits, I believe that you don't get new results by setting new goals. You get new results by creating new habits and habits is everything and in times when we're a lot of us are working from home and we're meeting less people it means that we have more time on our hands to create habits so I would start by creating a habit of writing something every day like something small something you appreciate something you feel grateful for and creating that habit of of writing I think that's super beneficial to have that as a habit I would also create some kind of a habit of being creative online. If you don't already have a business, then I would start creating something that could turn into a business. Google and search for YouTube on different business ideas and different guides and just explore these things and see if you can find something that you that you just want to keep reading about, something that sparks your curiosity. Because once you find things that spark your curiosity and you just want to keep going, that's when you will easily stay patient enough to succeed. If you're having fun with what you're doing, it's easy to be patient. If you're not having fun, if you're really bored, it's really, really hard to keep the discipline up. So use this time as finding lots of different ways to make money or just learn about different ways to make money online and try to find a way to to have a hobby that you can make money from. You have more time now than you usually have, so use it as an opportunity. Good luck with everything. Cheers. All right, listeners, there you have it. Stories of inspiration to keep you winning. As we end, I want to thank my guests for coming on the show and sharing how to survive and thrive during this difficult time. Well, that's a wrap on another great show to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth and our happiness. Fellow risk takers, I'll see you on the upside.